Hey, everybody. Welcome to the show. I'm Spencer. And I'm Dave. And we are the I-76 podcast. We have a lot of shit to discuss with you today. Ladies and gentlemen, it is officially week one of the NFL season. Yes, it is foosball time, baby. It is freaking foosball time. Foosball, foosball. <laughs> and uh, we started the show like right like an hour before we came on the breaking news. Le'Veon Bell is a Baltimore Raven. Um. So as a Pittsburgh Steelers fan, I have a couple words to say about this. I don't care. Oh no, like not even in like a dis type of way. It's just he didn't really perform last year. And I mean, sure, I mean, good for him if he does well there, but I I just don't care. Uh, yeah, I mean, this is after Baltimore lost JK Dobbins and who's the other running back that uh towards ACL? Um should I forget his name, but yeah, yeah who cares? He's out. I uh, yeah, I was uh, reading some terrible Twitter comments from Ravens fans being like, oh, the Steelers' former best player is on our team now. I'm like, just please shut the hell up. Just please. Antonio Brown's not on their team. (sighs) Yeah. Or David DeCastro. Yeah, it it is what it is. It is what it is. But no, with Le'Veon, I I, I truly don't care that much. I don't think like, I don't, I really do not think he will be that much of a game changer. Yeah, and here's the thing. If you're the Ravens, are you going to run the ball with Le'Veon old as hell or Lamar Jackson? Who knows? Lamar, uh, who knows? Who knows? Like, I mean, at this point in time, Lamar's a better rusher than Le'Veon just because one is age and two is Lamar Jackson is just a freak. We can can go into more detail about some of our divisional rivals later. But honestly, I, I, I think real quick, I think Lamar's been exposed this past season. Well, hold that thought, Dave. Okay, have, I'll hold it. Have, I'll hold we'll, it. We'll get there. I mean, damn, we just started. <laughs> All right. Um, so what have you done this week? Uh, nothing really, man. I had my fantasy draft. I'm just mentally preparing to screw up my TV for Saturday through Monday. Yeah. Um, yeah, nothing really, man. Just stoked for this weekend. Yeah, we got no love for the ladies this weekend. This weekend is foosball every day. Foosball every day. Uh, yeah. got, to, got to check out some hip new rap albums these past two weeks. Good lord! You want to go? You, you want to go into detail? Do it. Let's detail to it. Yeah. Let's do it. So Kanye and Drake dropped their long-awaited albums. I guess you could say of Donda and Certified Lover Boy, and one is much better than the other one, but it still has a lot of flaws in my opinion, which I'll get into in a minute. Um. <laughs> All right, Dave. So between the two, are you a fan of either one? Uh, I like you just said, both definitely have their flaws, but I'll still kind of I'll probably take Donda over it. I'll certainly take Donda over it. Um, You know, Drake might be my least favorite musician right now, along with Machine Gun Kelly. So I didn't have very high expectations going into it. I just and I. Go ahead. I really thought the songs were going to be a little, uh, how do how do I say this? That they would sound a little different from each other. But yeah, if you, there was there were maybe two songs on that album that stood out to me, and that was really it. I mean, if you heard one Drake song, you kind of heard all of them, in my opinion. Yeah. But with no, a, I, did not, I, I did not got through five songs in fairness, and then I called it a day. And right. of those five songs, I found four lyrics that uh, stuck out to me. Let's hear them. Well, the first one was uh, obviously "Say You're a Lesbian Girl." Me too. Um, Why the hell would he say that? <laughs> that's yeah. 
that's not a bar by any means. That is the rap equivalent to where my hug at. I saw some, okay, before you go to the other quotes, I saw some meme where it was comparing Donda to that quote. And apparently like, I know like the first song on Donda is called Donda and it's like just him saying Donda, Donda, Donda over and over again. But yeah. apparently it's to like the tempo that his mom's uh, like heart rate was at, like whenever she was in the right. hospital. And he says it like the amount of times that her heart was beating in a minute. It's it, there's a lot of deep meaning behind it. But then someone compared that to just Drake saying that he's a lesbian. Yeah. So uh, I make don't, that make sense. Like it's offensive and it's not clever and it's just stupid. Yeah. It, it, and, I don't know what that was whatsoever. <laughs> no. And of the next three lyrics I have here, they all kind of go on to the theme, same theme of they're just stupid. Like this one is from the song Poppy's Home. It says, lock the door to the bathroom because they doing something that's not Pepsi. So. Ooh. I, I mean, I, I get it, but it's not good or clever. Just, yeah. just because you understand a reference does yeah. not make it it's like it feels like a family guy cutaway scene no it literally does yeah so it's like i i get it but it's not funny mm-hmm. or good all right, right. next one he kind of this is kind of a half one because it's from will dirk from the song in the bible <laughs> but drake uh still approved of this lyric i did my dance one time on tiktok and it went viral and that's did choo write this <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. No, 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 no. No, uh, Juju wrote this with uh, Jackson Mahomes. (laughs) But uh, it's like, that's something that should not be said in a rap song. I'm sorry. That's just. It's just these songs on Certified Lover Boy are full of so many corny lines. So many. That's the thing. It's just corny. And and I know this is coming from like. Uh, a former washed up NCAA soccer player that's into nerd shit all the time, but yeah. it's corny. It's very corny. And the last line I got, this this one I just found to be ironic. Uh, and I show my face in a case so you know it's me. Imitation isn't flattery. It's just annoying me. And I just thought it was ironic because Drake has notoriously stole verses and flows from numerous younger artists in the past. And yeah kind of diminish their careers like an example i could think of is when he stole the flow from look at me by xxx yeah Uh, yeah, i remember that yeah he's not the greatest guy in the world but drake objectively stole that from him Mm -hmm. and it's like dude you are not one to talk in this situation which is very ironic and and this is yeah i'm sorry i'm just not a fan of the guy and he seemed like an asshole and on the way home today i was listening to the story of adonis by Push a T. So shout out to Push a T if you remember that. <laughs> yeah, whenever he uh, exposed uh, Drake's son, is that what that oh, was? Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, that was such a good song. Well, I remember when that Drake when that well, came out. Well, so Drake and Kanye have this beef now, and Drake did like a terrible move a couple days ago. He um decided to leak an unfinished Kanye song, which was left off of Donda. It's called Life of the Party, and two things one the song does not sound like it should be on donda whatsoever it sounds like it's like an og like kanye song from late registration but it like oh my god yeah two he did this not knowing that the song sounds better than any song on certified lover boy 
Yes. I mean, it has Andre 3000 on it. Yeah, you can't go wrong with that. No, right. And I, I Drake is not the guy to have a rap feud with because he's the he's about as gangster as I don't even know what. And that is coming from the guy in the suburbs of Copley, Ohio right now. I was going to say not as gangster as us. Yeah, like <laughs> I like the movie Malibu's Most Wanted has more street credibility than Drake. <laughs> um, he's in my opinion, he's just a glorified R&B singer and a bad one at that and if you if you like drake's music you probably never heard frank ocean oh god because it's just picture drake but good right but anyway no. that's all i have yeah it, and don't get me wrong donna does have its faults too yeah. i just whenever i listen to rap music i focus a lot on like the production and whatnot and i think kanye's production on donna is really good maybe not lyrically the best or some of the meanings behind it the best but no, I, I would still take that over Drake's new album. Oh, yeah. and But the thing that bothers me about Donda a lot is that he did those listening parties or whatever he had. And oh, and he, the just guys, how he dragged out the process and everything. He dragged out the process. Yeah. But the thing that bothers me about that is the guys he brought on stage with him were DaBaby and Marilyn Manson. What a combo. <laughs> what well, a combo. And obviously both of those guys have are in a lot of trouble right now for different reasons. And I guess it was supposed to be a statement on cancel culture and all that kind of stuff, except it didn't really say anything about it. He just was like, Hey, look, I'm with Marilyn Manson. And And that's it. Yeah. There, it was pretty funny seeing the video of Connie rapping about Jesus and then Marilyn Manson just in the back nodding his head. Yeah. Like of all the people, if you're rapping about, christianity like why do you have marilyn manson who couldn't like, be farthest from that genre like yeah i'm not gonna like, yeah we, uh, i get what you mean he's, he's like he's he's admitted to like work like being a like satanic and whatnot but like he's just there jamming to kanye rapping about the freaking new testament yeah like that's the equivalent of having a toby mac concert with the music by mayhem oh my god which Honestly, it sounds fucking awesome. In the future, uh, we could go on to important sports talk nets, but in the future, we should uh, try to find, we should come up with good mashups for like collaborations on songs, like just random ass stuff. Well, I, I it's going to be hard to top Toby Mac and Mayhem for me. Yeah, we can do Which, it though. We can do it though. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, now I really want to do that, but uh, All right. we'll move on. We will well, move on. Moving on from that. <laughs> uh <laughs> college football is also officially back and there were some amazing games this past weekend yes 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 we congratulations on uh victory tuesday we're recording this podcast for dave and i both of our teams won and i'm very very happy yeah i uh i was at heinz field for the pit game the atmosphere was amazing uh, we were situated right above the student section, so it was just very electric, very hype. Even though we won 51-7, to 7, it remained pretty hype until the very end. So, yeah, it was awesome. Yeah. I was watching the Alabama game during that, but I was going back and forth to Pitt a little bit. And I was watching it with my mother, who had two comments about Pitt's football program. <laughs> one positive, one negative. One, she said, your, your outfits are very cute. We do have awesome colors for uniforms. Very cute. Thank you. But she does not like that you do not have any male cheerleaders. She said it kind of limits you with your stunts. <laughs> that is true. Yeah, I didn't even think about that. 
Yeah, dude. She was a I was like cheerleader. So I was she... close. I was close to the field and everything too. Yeah. And my but, uh, that, that's weird. I didn't even think about that because my sister cheered at Pitt, and whenever she did, they had male cheerleaders. Dang. Huh. Never thought about that. But uh, they look. They looked good. They looked really good. Who's your quarterback? Kenny Pickett. Kenny Pickett kind of looks like a unit. He, dude, oh my god, he is amazing. I mean, he's he's a fifth year senior right now, mainly just to further solidify his spot in the NFL draft this next year because he's at, he has been statistically at least one of the best quarterbacks in pit history. And I'm a huge yeah. fan of him. I, I hope no matter what happens, he goes really far. Yeah, fuck you, Dan Marino. <laughs> Please no. No, they um so at pit games, they have like big like bobblehead like mascots that like walk around one of them was yeah. dan marino and he just has a huge fro <laughs> he was like headbutting people with it <laughs> yeah he he kind of had a little bit of the bono going on but a little no, he kind of did yeah uh dan marino you might know from the movie ace ventura pet detective also <laughs> happened to play professional football <laughs> and i think he trained for that movie by playing years and years of professional football that is method acting right there. Leonardo <laughs> DiCaprio, Daniel Day-Lewis have never played in the NFL. Um, hey, one thing, so I didn't watch like any of the Bama game, but I did hear that uh, the Miami players got a turnover and they did the turnover chain thing. Yes. Whenever they were down by like 30 points. Yes, it they was. Sh- they should make it a role that they only do that whenever it's within like 14 points. Well, it's it gets funnier than that because not only did they do it when they were getting crushed, the play also got called back. So that's did so embarrassing. <laughs> it was so embarrassing. And I was loving every second of it. Uh, Bryce Young looks like he could be a Heisman winner. I mean, based off of what I, we've seen from Spencer Rattler this weekend and mm-hmm. definitely CJ Stroud, who kind of sucks. Um, I think Bryce Young right now is the clear favorite. Granted, week one, and I'm a Bama fan and I'm just overreacting, but yeah. Robinson Jr. looked good. Mechie looked good. Uh, wasn't it Latu look good? Yeah. But uh, yeah, it's an exciting year, man. And mm-hmm. the hardest thing about cheering for Alabama is such a good problem to have. And you sound so spoiled saying it, but the hardest thing is like halfway through the game, you're winning by 50 and everyone puts their like second stringers in and you're kind of like, all right, do am I bored or am I having a great time? And then you know the, sec- I mean? the second stringers compete just as good as the first string too so yeah but <laughs> not only that then the other team puts in their second stringer so it just becomes yeah. like even more of a blowout so i'm like this is fun but <laughs> come on give me something did you uh watch any other games this weekend i did i watched ohio state and i i don't i don't think cj stroud is that good he had a good second half first half he looked like doo-doo but i'm happy ohio state won um i watched the notre dame florida state game that okay can we talk about mackenzie milton really quick yes dude that was like the storyline of like football this entire weekend easily so this kid this kid like so he played at ucf he in 2018 he finished i think like fifth in heisman voting or something like that yeah for his like basically his entire knee he had to re they had to he had to have reconstructive surgery on his entire knee he was apparently like expected never to walk without having pain like again or he was supposed they to be in constant pain when he walked for the rest of his life they said it might have had to have gotten amputated that's crazy 
And yeah. he, he stepped into this game and led a huge comeback against Notre Dame. Yeah, he was by far the best quarterback that played in the game, yeah. like Notre Dame included. But I've I've never been the biggest Notre Dame fan, so I was I was all in on Florida State watching this game. Yeah, I was I was watching it with um, my neighbors, and they're all huge Notre Dame fans. And I just sat there in silence the whole time, just cheering for Florida State to myself. But right. un- unfortunately. They didn't win. Brian Kelly was more mad than I was. <laughs> Did you see his post-game interview where he said his team deserves to be executed? People got, I mean, don't get me wrong, out of context, that sounds completely horrible. <laughs> but I didn't really think it was that big of an issue. Some people flipped out over that. Yeah, it's, you know, even if it, he he was literal about it, I mean, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you yeah. should execute them, Brian Kelly. I mean, it's Florida State week one. Like, come on. But honestly, even if you're Florida State, that's kind of a win after that game. Oh, yeah. I like, mean, I would, I'd, I'd be, I'd be feeling pretty good even if I lost. Yeah. And you have to imagine that they're, you know, that, that boosts their confidence. And of course, with the quarterback, um, McKenzie, excuse me, you have to imagine like they, Going into next week, I don't know who they play this week, but they're probably, you know, hopefully sky's the limit. Hopefully it's a easier team to play against than Notre Dame. Yeah, let me look it up who it is <laughs> because this is now the Florida State fan podcast. I'm all about it. Heck yeah, dude. <laughs> okay, so the University of Florida State, JCU, or JSU. So the Jacksonville, Jacksonville State, State Gamecocks. Gamecocks. Let's go. Uh, Yeah. I never heard of them. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> so Florida yes, State's going to. Yeah. It's probably some FBS school or FCS or whatever. Or like Division Three high school. I don't think Pitt plays Florida State this year. So I'm happy about that. Yeah. You guys play uh, who next week? We are going to Knoxville, Tennessee to play the Volunteers. Oof. I, honestly, you... I, I think it'll be a really good game. It's going to be a really good game. Uh, do you think you could win? I think we could. I, honestly, yeah. I think I think it could go either way. I, I just don't know the like Tennessee team that much, so I it's it's no. hard to come up with a like prediction and whatnot. But I'm still feeling confident, even though we basically just beat up on UMass last Saturday. Yeah, and you know, in professional wrestling, you know, they give the big strong guys a, a little guy to wrestle to to build them right. up, and maybe that's kind of what <laughs> they were doing for Pitt. So yeah, pretty much. Well. Akron got pooped on by Auburn. Boo, unfortunately. Auburn. Yay, 60 Akron. to 10. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to see um, what, what other games are standing out. Georgia beating Clemson in a oh, very, yeah, very, very that. boring game. Oh my gosh, that sucked. Dabo Sweeney is a bum. Dude can't coach that an elite quarterback. No. <laughs> I've always honestly I've I've always liked Clemson, but that game just sucked. I didn't. I don't. What was I doing? I didn't watch it for some reason. I just saw that comes in loss, and I just don't like Dabo Sweeney. Most people from Ohio don't. But I'm not an Ohio State fan. I just think he's annoying. Yeah. But it is an SEC school, so <laughs> that makes sense. He looks like uh, the villain from Despicable Me, and I probably said that on the podcast before. <laughs> Low key, but, yeah. And uh, I, I just thought it was really funny last year when he's like, Ohio State shouldn't be in the playoffs because they were out with COVID. They're not that good. And then they got like pummeled by them. Yeah. 
Yeah, that was and not in, a good look. In Dabo's defense, I don't know how the AP ranks college teams. Like, I don't know what goes on behind that because, in my opinion, Clemson's 0-1, Pitt's 1-0. Like, why <laughs> are they still ranked sixth in the nation? I mean, I, I, there's probably – They lost like, to Georgia, which Georgia is a solid team. But still, they're 0-1. And, like, we have schools that are 1-0 that aren't ranked. NCAA rankings can be really iffy sometimes. Yeah, I just there, – there's probably an explanation. I'm just saying I personally don't get it. I'm not arguing. I'm not disputing it. I just don't know how it works. Yeah. So. Well, another ranked team that lost was uh, LSU against UCLA. <laughs> and now Coach O was on the hot seat. I think I heard echo from that laughter. Um, <laughs> oh my God. I'm so happy. Yeah. UCLA uh, beat them 38, 27. Absolutely. I love it. And my favorite football player of all time is Odell Beckham. And I hate LSU <laughs> football. So I couldn't be happier. Yeah. Coach O's on the hot seat now because they had a uh, less than stellar season last year. And this is not a good start to this year. So everyone's saying that he can't win without Joe Burrow. Who? He can't win without Joe Burrow is what a lot of people are saying. I don't know who that is. Uh, I think he plays for some team called the Bungles. Oh, you mean Ryan Leaf Jr. <laughs> oh, that's that's rough. Even I'm sorry, that, dude. Rough. That dude's a bust. <laughs> Do you know who else was an LSU quarterback? Who? Jamarcus Russell. This is true. So Joe Burrow is following in his footsteps. He's going to get fat next year. Oh, my God. Yeah, man. Um, this is the Joe Burrow slander cast. <laughs> and Jamar Chase, we've got you too. When it comes to the Pittsburgh-Cleveland rivalry, we can at least bond over our hatred for the our other divisional rivals. Yes. It's like, uh, do you ever see Silence of the Lambs? Yes. So you know how Clarice works with Hannibal Lecter to catch yeah. Buffalo Bill? Right. It's kind of like us working together to <laughs> take down the Ravens and Bengals fandom. No, I, I feel that. I feel that. Yeah. I'll, I'll be the Jodie Foster, I guess. <laughs> I, I could live with that. But, um, yeah, I don't have too much else with college football, except the one thing that did stand out a lot was there were tons of targeting goals. Yeah, was, there were. Especially, I didn't, I only saw highlights of the Louisville, Mississippi, excuse me, Louisville, Mississippi game yesterday, but yeah. there were some terrible targeting calls. Well, there was a really good justified targeting call during the Bama game. There was a guy for, I forget his name, but he was on Miami. He led with his head, got ejected. Then on the sidelines, he was a safety. On the right. sidelines, he's talking to, I guess, one of the safety coaches, Ed Reed, which I didn't know. <laughs> he's like now on Miami staff, which, you know, good for him. I I respect Ed Reed. So on today's sure. Where Are They Today segment. Yes. Uh, where was that? Uh, never mind. That's about to say something mean. I'll tell you off air. All right. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, I mean, I understand where a lot of this is coming from. And we could have a whole debate about this later but i don't know after seeing being from pittsburgh and everything and seeing the ryan chazier injury i don't complain too much about some of that stuff exactly yeah and i'm i've been very critical about how roger goodell treats injuries in the nfl and when it comes to like cte and head injuries and stuff like that so you know i'm i'm i, I don't there's some calls that I've seen that are just kind of like, that's kind of like a soft call, but yeah, anything with the head, I like, I'm more lenient. I understand, I but there are still some that are just completely atrocious without yes. a doubt. <laughs> yeah, for sure. 
And right. even better, we get to see that on TV again in three days, Saturdays in three days, and then Sunday the day after that. Oh, uh, yeah. And we got uh, Bama versus Mercer. Going to be a real nail biter. Hey, didn't, I think Mercer won 69 nothing last week. Nice. Their kicker literally missed a kick. He like missed the kick to make it 70 points. And he tweeted about it like after the game. And he was like, had to help out, had to do it for you guys. I'm like, Bro, come <laughs> on. You should only do that if you're at 68 points and you kick the extra point to make it 69. <laughs> Wait, so he missed it on purpose, he said? No, no, no. He just, he, it was a terrible kick. He like, he unintentionally missed it. And then he like bragged how he missed it just oh. to keep it there. Yeah, I might be I might be cheering for Mercer against Bama. Now. <laughs> That's okay. It's all but good. no, we're gonna steamroll them. Uh, I'm not worried. I don't have much to say about it, but uh, right, we'll tie, baby. So <laughs> hopefully, you guys beat Tennessee. Hopefully, I'm not even gonna say that we're we're gonna beat Mercer. It, it, I'm it, very excited for this game. Like I said, I can't really make a prediction on it because I don't know Tennessee that much. But I know a couple yeah. of Pitt fans from Pittsburgh that are uh, making the road trip down to Knoxville. So give them hell. Oh, really? Yep. Okay. Well, oh, who who did you say was on the hot seat? I forget who we were talking about. Coach O from LSU. Yes. Sorry. Okay. So Coach O, I guess LSU is playing some school, some smaller school, and the quarterback there is Coach O's son. Wait, seriously? <laughs> yeah, I saw that today. I don't know if it's real, but I really want, I really want to watch that game. If this is true, that's I saw it on Twitter, so I don't know how reliable of a source that is, but. I think it's real. Coach O'Son. LSU coach Ed Orgeron getting ready to face his son in the McNeese State <laughs> Cowboys. Oh my Dang, god, dude. It's literally crazy. it's literally Space Jam too. Oh that uh, they're about to play I, Dom Ball. I I'm sure his son's a great guy, but it has to suck a little bit not like playing for the school that your dad coaches at. Yeah, imagine not getting recruited by your own dad. <laughs> yeah, like, he must really how do, suck. How do you have that talk with your son? Like, oh, I'm, I'm sorry. You're just not yeah. good enough to make it this level. Or when Doc Rivers traded his own son. Yeah, for real. <laughs> oh, my God. Do you think LeBron would trade his son if he goes to the Lakers? Like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm just thinking about, like, who he would trade for him. Oh, my God. Uh, Kyrie. <laughs> Imagine being Kyrie and getting traded for Bronny. <laughs> oh, again, tra- they traded to the Cavs for Kevin Love because he'll <laughs> he'll still be here on a contract right. somehow. At this rate, I feel like, and we'll go to the NFL Nets, but at this rate, Kevin Love is going to be buried underneath uh, Quicken Loans. So it's Rock and Mortgage Fieldhouse now. You uncultured shit. When did that change? Oh, uh, a couple like two or three years ago. Oops. Yeah, it doesn't. Who cares? It's it still the Gundarina to everybody in Cleveland. True. <laughs> but all right. Yeah, dude. Uh, I'm so. The, what time does that game start? Uh, the which game? The father versus son match. I do not have it pulled up right now. Okay. But well, well whatever. <laughs> it is what I'll it is. Make the effort to watch it. I'm yeah, just, I'm just focused on the noon game with Pitt. Look, all I'm saying is if Don Sheeta walks out on the field to defend Coach O's son. <laughs> That was a Space Jam 2 reference if you guys didn't get it. All right. right. All right, I'll, I'll, I'll knock it off. <laughs> All right, well, moving on huh? to the big segment of the day. It is NFL Week 1. 
My do you hear how excited my dogs are about yeah, this your, segment? Your dog is freaking out. I think it's Channing. Oh, Baker. I think it's Channing Baker Mayfield right now. Uh, yeah, they're big uh Browns fans. They each have jerseys that they wear during games. <laughs> I could totally, see, I could totally see your mom just dressing them up and getting so amped up about it. Dude, my mom dresses my dogs <laughs> up all the time. Marco has a little brown jersey. Piper has an orange jersey. And uh, they're pumped. They're pumped about week one, Kansas City. I, and I, we have to look forward to the Bills. Yeah, we uh, – oh, wow, that's a big game too. We'll, we'll get there. You want to talk fantasy first real quick? Oh, yeah, sure. So, Dave, you have your uh, Team, draft this week. I had my draft on Saturday. I don't know how to feel about it. Why? Team, yeah. team Junior Bacon Roethlisberger. Oh, so, I'm sorry. I'm sorry I asked. I remember. <laughs> it's not that bad. It's just uh, I'm not sure how to feel about it. And somehow uh, I'll talk about that after. So, oh, yeah, well, I, I need my I did not draft this week, too. And I have my a food themed for mine as yeah. well. I'm Taco Dell. Love it. Thank you. <laughs> All right. So All who right. do you got? All right. With my first pick, I had Tyreek Hill. <laughs> um, I don't remember. I don't was even he, remember. Was he featured order. on Donda? oh my god well moving forward from that uh i don't even know what i don't even remember the order i dropped these guys in yeah i got tyree kill uh josh allen Najee harris uh mark andrews is my starting tight end uh washington football team defense justin tucker as my kicker um (laughs) juju and hey don't hate don't hate but uh, as someone who is named David Montgomery, I had to draft the David Montgomery. Ooh, there a lot you of, go. A lot of people in my league were telling me that I should rename my team to the David Montgomery, David Montgomery's. Yeah, I, I'm, <laughs> I, I would 100% support that. That's a solid team. Josh Allen's going to put up some good numbers for sure. Yeah, it's just problematic that we play him week one. And I also have Najee yeah. Harris and Juju playing against the Bills that week. Ugh, well... Najee Harris will be fine. I don't yeah. know about Juju, but no, no one on my bench really stands out that much. Um, well, I, I have. Do I do want to hear who I have on my team? Uh, real quick, I just want to say Daniel Jones oh, yeah, is ahead. my backup quarterback. <laughs> there was literally that he was the highest rated quarterback left that late in the draft for me to get a like backup, and I just wanted to get someone that could at least get me some points on a Josh Allen's uh, bye week. So yeah, no, that's not that honestly that's not terrible. Why. Yeah. Well, it's not terrible, but uh, right. no, sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off there. My bad. No, you're fine. And uh, just want to say, ES the uh, ESPN Fantasy app has ranked my team as the number one team in my league right now. Wait, how do you figure that out? Uh, like if you go onto the computer version of it and whatnot, oh, it, and you go into know. like yeah, you go into like your standings and whatnot, or league or whatever, it'll show like your percentage of playoffs and whatnot. I currently have the highest percentage to make the playoffs at fifty two percent in my league. Oh, I just found it on my phone. I'm number one as well. Hey, look at us. Well, since you're number one, let's go over your roster a little bit. All right. Transition. My first pick, I got the Cleveland guy, Travis Kelsey. Then uh, I don't remember. Then I got DeAndre Hopkins. Him and Karen Check knocking their vaccines together. Shout out <laughs> to uh, all the Karens out there. Then I got Joe Mixon, Kyler Murray, uh, Miles Sanders. Uh, DJ Moore, Debo Samuel, the Patriots defense, suck up the kicker. 
I actually and, have Debo Samuel as well. Oh, there we go. And then we got Odell Cutum, my boyfriend. <laughs> and then we got Daryl Henderson Jr., uh, Devonta Smith, because we're all tied. <laughs> uh, then I got Jamal Williams. Uh, Antonio Brown, Steelers legend, Jalen Hurts. And before we started this podcast, I just picked up Le'Veon Bell. Before we go any further, I just I oh, I forgot to mention my flex player right now is Tyler Boyd, Pitt grad. Mm. Okay. Hopefully, uh, Joe Burrow targets only him this weekend. Well, it doesn't matter about that. It just matters if uh, the offensive line is going to have mercy on Joe Burrow this season because they won't. No, God, they got worse. <laughs> they won't. No, they. They're, they're so bad, dude. They're, they're such a – I make fun of Joe Burrow a lot, mostly because I'm a Browns fan and I don't like LSU. Yeah. But so, he's – like, it, objectively speaking, the offensive line might ruin his career and just as, – As many jokes as we make about him being on the Bengals, like, yeah. I genuinely wish he was on another team just for the sake of his career at this point. Yes, yeah, because he he might go down if he's just hurt all the time and has nobody blocking for him. He might be a bust, but once it, I don't I don't know where I draw the line between objective football person versus I hate the Bengals. Right, it's really hard <laughs> to do that with these rivals in our division. It's so hard, and uh, like I could talk about, oh yeah, the Steelers have this guy and he's good, and the Ravens have that guy and he's good, but I'm like, man, fuck the Bengals. I mean, don't get me wrong. It, it pains me that I have Mark Andrews and Justin Tucker from Baltimore on my team, but I mean, they were they were, they were ranked pretty high, and I feel like those are solid pickups. Don't you have Austin Hooper too? Yes, I do. Austin Hooper is my backup tight end. Oh, okay. Yeah, there we so, go. So Dave's a Browns fan confirmed. <laughs> one player, but um. Yeah. So I do have one quick fantasy question because yes. this has been my first time in a fantasy league in about three or four years. And I kind of, I was a little rusty going into it. Is it stupid to already have a uh, backup like defense on your team? Not necessarily. I don't for, I mean, I don't, but I've done it because you could basically just pick one up later. Yeah. But uh, it's not the end of the world. I have the Patriots. I have the Patriots too. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. So cool. Cool. Yes, shout out to Stefan Gilmore. <laughs> but uh yeah, dude. Yep. Patriots defense, Mac Jones, uh not Cam Newton. <laughs> hey, look at us. We are uh preseason champions with our leagues though. Apparently. I mean, I don't know if I'm reading it incorrectly, but uh it says number one by my name, so I'll take cool it. That. Yes. All right. Well, well, let's get into the deep stuff with this podcast with our teams. Deep stuff. Deep stuff because Grand I'm, Canyon deep. Because we have a lot to prepare for for Sunday. Yes. We so, have a, a lot of foosball to be watching. Uh before so I want to go over like the strengths and weaknesses of both of our teams and whatnot, kind of more in depth than what we did last week. But first, uh the big drama with the Steelers Day on today's episode of Days of Our Steelers. Um TJ Watt has yet to sign on to a uh, extension he he's predicted to be like the highest paid defensive player in the league right now but he has been holding out from practice or at least like fully one 100 taking part in practice 
And apparently it's uh, his relationship with the Steelers organization is uh, going into the toilet right now. So really? I'm not, I'm not I, too I didn't know it was that, that bad. Well, for the first, well, so, I mean, obviously Steeler fans going into the season, we, we were, we knew his contract was going to be under question, which he is under contract for this season, but with it expiring after the season and whatnot, we, uh, he's predicted to be signed by the Steelers eventually with an extension to make him the highest paid defensive player. But we're kind of just, I don't know if we're holding out on him or if he has anything to play in it, but the drama is, uh, it's boiling over in Pittsburgh right now. I don't know if it's overplayed or not though, because Mike Tomlin did not sound too worried about it. He said, yeah, I still expect him to play week one. I love Mike. I I, I saw it. Sorry. I just said, I saw it written. I didn't like actually hear him or the context that it was in, but from what I read, it doesn't sound like he's super nervous about it. Well, it uh, could be true, but let me tell you one thing about Mike Tomlin and I love Mike Tomlin. If there's one thing he's good at, it's at downplaying situations because we did have Antonio Brown and Le'Veon Bell giving us tons of shit a couple of years ago, which a lot of people didn't really think it was that big of a deal till the very end of it. Yeah. And was Le'Veon that entire, even that big of a deal? It was it was more contract stuff, honestly. It wasn't that bad. I have a lot more respect for Le'Veon because he kind of went out kind of respectfully, but he was yeah. able to he was still able to downplay tons of drama with him and Antonio Brown at the same time. Well, and yeah, when you're going against Antonio Brown drama, like anything yeah. else would be just easy to do. <laughs> yeah, I um made the terrible decision of listening to the Mark Madden show on the drive home from work today. Hell yeah, well, shout out Mark Madden. You can come on the podcast whenever you want. We freaking love you, Mark. We uh, no, nah. I'm, I'm I'm frowning on camera right now. Um, no, he just he he was tearing the entire Steelers organization apart as he normally does, but um. Yeah, that's that's just our big drama right now. I, I don't know what's happening. People people are questioning now if we'll even play on Sunday, which I think he will. Tomlin says he's going to be back in practice tomorrow 100%, hopefully. So we'll see because yeah. there's no way. Look, I, I know the Bills are already favorites, but if we don't have freaking TJ Watt and Stefan Tuitz out too, if we don't have either of them, our defense is screwed against freaking Josh Allen. I'm sure, I'm sure that... Uh... TJ will play honestly. And but, I don't. Uh, I don't know. Exactly, I, just, I don't know exactly how it works, but also fines can come into play and whatnot. And yeah, I don't know exactly how it works, but yeah, we have to take that into account. I mean, is there a lot of before all this happened? Was there a lot of pressure to extend him? Because I mean, with Cleveland, there's honestly the only pressure coming from the Browns to extend Baker at this point is from the fans because both Baker and the Browns seem to be content and confident on where we are with him right now. I mean, g- going into this season tj watt has always been very appreciative of pittsburgh and he lo- apparently loves being here it's just i don't know i don't know what the Rooneys are doing right now obviously he deserves to be one of the highest paid defensive players without a yeah. doubt oh, and, and yeah, the, the steelers and, would be complete idiots for not extending him with a great contract yeah him miles and aaron donald are in the league of their own right with, when it comes to that type of thing so yeah that's the the big talk today i listened to so much pittsburgh radio today and pittsburgh podcast and that's just all we've been talking about i i don't know if it's bull- I, I don't know man i just think that it feels like they're blowing it out of proportion but that's from an outsider view of it yeah pittsburgh, pittsburgh media I does that a lot too yeah not on if i for all my steelers friends that are listening i'm just saying don't hit the panic button yet i don't 
I think that a lot of this is the Pittsburgh media trying to find a story. And I think you guys are going to be fine. Take it right. from me. Spencer Heffernan, <laughs> Pittsburgh media expert. All right. Well, and one more quick thing about the Steelers with news. Um, so you know how there was that fight with uh, Claypool a couple weeks yeah. ago? And uh, Minka. Yeah, apparently it was <laughs> apparently it was Minka who started it and Claypool didn't defend himself whatsoever. He just took punches to the face. <laughs> Typical Notre Dame guys. <laughs> so moving on from that uh let's talk about some things we like and some things we're nervous about with our teams do you want to go first or i can i don't really care uh, i don't care i'll go first uh okay, cool things i come on my team everything we are freaking good and i can't be happier and we're gonna win the super bowl and kevin stefanski's beard is cute and spoken we're... like a tr- spoken like a true cleveland fan right now i meant like strengths of your team in particular. Okay. Well, first and foremost, Kevin Stefanski's beard. Uh, he does a have a nice beard. F- I won't lie. He has a nice beard. Yeah. He's a silver Fox. Not going to lie. Uh, our entire offense is stacked. I have no complaints whatsoever when it comes to the offense. We got, you know, Baker Mayfield who doesn't even need to be a Josh Allen. Like he has the weapons he needs to succeed. He has Chubb and hunt best running right. backs in the league. Uh, or best running back, you know, like combination. Over. Yeah. Yeah. Like th- I would take them together over, you know, Derrick Henry by himself, but we got them. We got Odell Beckham. We got Jarvis Landry. We got Austin Hooper. We got Harrison Bryan. We got David Njoku. We got Donovan Peoples Jones. We got uh, Anthony Schwartz. We're fine. And the offensive line is the best in the league. So offense, hell yeah. Defense. <laughs> so <laughs> I don't know what is going on with Tack McKinley. I don't know if he's hurt. I don't know what's going on, but I don't know if he's even playing this Sunday, but whatever. Uh, we have guys who could play, obviously, Miles. Uh, Jadavian Clowney is not, you know, the number one draft pick that I expect him to be. I shouldn't even say expect him to be, but he, that he should have been, I should say. Honestly, Jadavian Clowney is a very similar pickup for you guys as what Mel- Melvin Ingram was to us. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so I get be, that. He'll be fine. Um, people are already saying he's on the hot seat, but lower your expectations. He doesn't need to be our number one guy because that's Miles. He just needs to be a, a Scotty Pippen, if you will. A little early to go in the hot seat, too. Just saying. I know, and I I saw that in some what was it? one of those pro football season preview magazines. It said, and I think they're just kind of fishing to find somebody on the hot seat, right? But uh, no, he'll be fine. Um, Tommy Togiai from Ohio State. He's coming off the bench for us on the defense. He's solid. Uh, Jer- they said JOK is going to start the Notre Dame linebacker. I'm pumped about that. Um, really, it comes down to defensive backs for me. And we have Denzel Ward, who's elite. And then we have like nobody. Right. Because all of the other people are hurt or not that good. Uh, we- I really like the John Johnson signing because we really needed a safety because we had Sandejo last year and he's far from Ed Reed and Paul Malu. <laughs> but uh, honestly, most of the problems we've had, we've addressed in the off season this year. Yeah. But if there's one thing I'm just not like, I'm not with it. It's the, the cornerbacks besides Denzel. So, right. Other than that, you know, the biggest, my biggest concern with Cleveland and the Browns is that, I just want toxic Cleveland Twitter to calm down in advance before anything happens because 
whether we win or lose, it's going to be terrible. Oh my gosh. So, even, even like you guys are playing the chiefs week one, we'll get into schedule after this, but oh. even, even if you guys like lose to the chiefs respectfully, your media is going to lose their freaking minds. It's not even the media it's the fans. Like I guarantee like there'll be Cleveland radio shows right after, because I do not expect to beat the chiefs. Let me say that, but well, our, I'll get, I'll get to that in a minute, but I'm sure that there'll be Cleveland fans saying we need to trade Baker. We need to trade Chubb. We need to trade Odell. It's like, guys, Calm down. This is the Chiefs. <laughs> like we're a young team. This is kind of our make it or break it year to an ex- to an extent. Right. But don't expect to beat Kansas City week one because that's probably not going to happen. Right. And it's in Kansas City, full capacity. Um, I, that, I guess that stadium Kansas- is nuts too. Yeah. The only thing that's going to help our defense is that the Chiefs are starting three rookie offensive linemen this year. So maybe just the inexperience there will come to our advantage, but I'm true. not expect I'm not expecting to win. But if I mean I think it's possible to win, but I just I don't see it happening. But right. I would definitely use that to our advantage. Right. But I get that. How about how about your Stillers? Um. So things I like about the team first, or at least with our strengths. I think Najee Harris is going to be absolutely freaking insane this year. Yes, he I, will be. I'm I, pissed I, you guys have him. Even with an offensive line that's uh, probably not the best in the league, I'm still feeling pretty confident with Najee. Can't relate. <laughs> Just saying. Um, obvi- well, if fully healthy and present at the game, our defensive line and linebackers are absolutely stacked right now. I mean, Stefan Tuitt, he had a lot of uh, personal issues with his I think it's like brother got killed or something. It's really sad. So he, that, you know, that's literally what happened. Yeah. He uh, has been kind of like mentally out of it. So, and I think he was also injured. So he's out for the first three or four weeks of the season. Once hopefully all this TJ Watt drama gets resolved, he'll be in present. And uh, I really like our linebackers. I mean, Devin Bush, Spillane, uh, freaking Schobert now. I think that's a pretty good lineup with linebackers. I'm so how do you get Harrison and Schobert? I'm so mad. And also freaking Melvin Ingram, Alex Highsmith, who I expect him to have a really good season this year, his sec his sophomore year. I um I, I feel really confident with that. Now moving over to weaknesses, kind of the same as you guys. I don't know how our defensive backs are going to do. Obviously, Minka Fitzpatrick and Joe Hayden are going to play great and reliable as they always do. Oh, yeah. But uh, we lost Mike Hilton, and the Steelers uh, called up this new guy, James Pierre, who plays cornerback, and at least through the preseason, he hasn't really looked too good. So I'm a little concerned with that. Um, And the biggest, well, not really weakness, but thing I could at least be concerned about is Big Ben can make or break the entire season for us. I, yeah. I don't know fully what to expect of them. I mean, last year he, he still had a very successful season. And I hope with some running help, he'll be able to kind of relax a little bit and not force as many crappy passes. I, I think a lot of it's going to come down to Big Ben and our defensive backs, honestly. Yeah. And if you, are you concerned at all about your wide receivers with Claypool and Juju? Like they're just just the level of maturity that they bring to the team, or is that just kind of not an issue with Steeler fans? It's, I mean, 
there's two types. Uh, there's a couple different types of Steeler fans, but most of them love them no matter what they do on social media and whatnot. Personally, as long as you're reliable on the field and you make your catches that you can make, I'm not going to be that concerned with what they post online. Even if Juju making TikTok dances on logos is annoying and whatnot, as long as he's making catches and scoring touchdowns, I truly don't give a shit. As long but as by, he's performing. By the end of the season, though, last year, he kind of dipped in quality. Our entire team did, though. Honestly, our know. entire team did. <laughs> That's fair. To be fair. But um, no, I honestly, I'm not too concerned with our wide receivers. If just imagine no social media drama or whatever. Juju Smith-Schuster, Chase Claypool, Deontay Johnson, freaking uh, now we got Pat Fryermuth from Penn State, Eric Ebron, and James Washington, who doesn't get enough credit in Pittsburgh. I, yeah, feel, like that, that's a, I, I feel like that's a really good wide receiving core right there. And yeah. End. Okay. Yeah, that's fair. I uh, What was I going to say? I don't remember, but yeah, you, you'll be right. fine. I'm just trying to start shit. <laughs> no, you're <laughs> fine. You're fine. We, uh, we can do that in a couple of weeks. Yes, uh, for our Brown Steelers, we might do a couple episodes that week, honestly. We, uh, we're probably going to have to. We're going to be making so much content. Yeah, we, it'll, it's just going to be by the end of the episode, <laughs> we're not just screaming and crying at each other. Yeah. It's going to get personal. We're going to talk about each other's families. And, <laughs> you know, we're going to talk about, I don't know. Just, we'll, we'll just get personal with it. It's going to be yeah, downright gonna, disrespectful. Gonna, we might end the podcast after that just because we don't <laughs> want to talk to each other anymore honestly all right. right so you want to uh move over to our team schedules and whatnot uh yeah sure i'll pull mine up right now because not that, not that we have to go like game by game but at least like a little bit of an overview you know yeah i mean both of our schedules are definitely harder than they were last year uh we got we're, we yeah, got the nfc north this year that we have to play our, sim- our schedules are also pretty similar not identical but they're pretty similar yeah I mean, the first week, obviously, we have the Chiefs. Then after that, we have the Texans and Bears, so the two and one. Uh, Vikings and Chargers, that'll be a fight, but we can win those games. Then we got the Cardinals, dub. We got the Broncos, dub. We got the Steelers, dub. We got the Bengals, dub. Uh, Patriots, dub. Lions, dub. Ravens, we'll split with because we have them back to back. Raiders, dub. Packers, dub. Steelers dub, Bengals dub. So let me count how, how, how much we're winning. We got one, two, three, four, five, six, uh, seven, eight, uh, nine, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14. I have the Browns going 14 and two, baby. Let's go. Well, hey, that's unfortunate because they play 17 games or 14 and three, whatever. <laughs> All right. Fuck um, it. I I, res- I will respectfully say I think the Steelers are going to split the season with the Browns. I will disrespectfully say no. Okay. Well, yeah, our schedule is not look. I think it it'll all be decided by the first four games of the season because obviously we play the freaking Bills and yeah, it's the freaking Bills. Like what what can I say? What what yeah, can we, you honestly say about that game? Honestly, between the Browns and Steelers, I can't think of two teams that are have to play harder. Or that I would rather play less than the Chiefs yeah. and Bills week one. So, yeah, we play the Bills, probably most likely an L. But after that, we have a couple of games that we could definitely pull some wins. We play the Raiders week two, then the Bungles, who I hopefully hopefully we beat them. And then week four is the Packers. I think out of those first four games, if we at least pull even two out of there, because Bills and Packers, I mean, eh. But you know what? what? I'm going to get in. 
I'm really low on the Packers this year. Like compared to everybody on the planet, I I do not like the Packers this year. I I know, but I, I say that I I've said that before, and then Aaron Rodgers comes in and just shuts me the hell up. So no, but this know. year that this year you had the entire NFL on like hostage mode because he literally did. Yeah, and it's all the media talked about, and he ends up in the exact same place. So I think that that might tear people in the organization apart from each other. Mm-hmm. And I actually have the Vikings winning that division this year. Really? Okay. I do. I'm high on Dalvin Cook, uh, Justin Jefferson. We can so, go into division stuff in a little bit. Yeah. So let, but, me just, yeah the, let me just go through the Vikings some more of upsetting them. Okay, go ahead. All right. So uh, week five, Broncos. That should hopefully please be a dub. <laughs> Uh, Seahawks that I don't, I don't know how to feel about the Seahawks this year. I, I don't even know how to feel about them. I'll be fine. Um, I, I feel you. Brown against Browns on Halloween. Like I said, I think we'll split the season. So I'll give okay. you the, I'll give you the W there. Browns. Can Thank win you. That Halloween game, is my favorite holiday. Uh, we play the bears next week. I hope we totally dominate Justin Fields. Um, Hey, Andy Dalton's going to sweep you guys. What are you talking about? Andy Dalton's not going to be the starting quarterback in week, what is that, seven, eight? He'll be the starting quarterback in week two, so. <laughs> um, so Bears, then Lions, that should be two dubs right there. Yeah. Chargers, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. They're going to be good, too, dude. They yeah, have Keegan they, they Allen. Are. Or Keegan Allen. Uh, Justin Herbert is who the Bengals right. should have drafted. Um, but... We play the Bengals again. I'm expecting to sweep the Bengals just because our – Defense, yeah. our linebackers and defensive line are just going to completely destroy Burrow. Yeah, shout out, um, shout out to Joe, shout out to Juju. The Bengals <laughs> is the Bengals. Um, the Ravens, okay, now with the Ravens, after the whole J.K. Dobbins thing, I'm really feeling a little bit different about them now. I am too. You know, they lost their two starting running backs, and uh, I when we get into the division predictions, I'll uh, yeah, they're not number one. I'll, it's pretty easy to guess who I have number one. But, I'll uh, give the I, I think the Steelers honestly are going to split the season with the Ravens. Um, then we play the Vikings, which that should be a really good game. Yeah, uh, Titans on December nineteenth. I'm not expecting to beat them. No, they're fucking. I, I mean, not. And then we play the freaking Chiefs the day after Christmas. Hooray! <laughs> um, then. The Browns come to Pittsburgh on January 3rd. I think that's when we'll get a dub against you guys. And then another game against the Ravens close out the season. Honestly, as a very humble and modest Steeler fan, I will be content if we get 10 wins. Okay. That's I, th- I think it is completely possible to go 10 and seven this year for the Pittsburgh Steelers. And you know what? With all the injuries between the Steelers and Ra- or between the Ravens, I think it's going to be a dog fight for second place between the two teams. Yeah, no, honestly, I, I agree completely. And it's, I don't, there's just so many freaking questions this year, man. Yeah. It's, it's such a huge contrast to how I felt week, what, what is, was it, week 13 last year when we were undefeated? Oh my gosh, how things yeah. have changed since then. I know. But, not for long. That's what NFL stands for. That's, so. I'm so freaking yeah, excited. I got the truth. All right. So we're going to go on to the overall NFL right now. I have of all the divisions and we're going to give up who we think is going to take the divisions who's coming in last and who's in between we're going to rank each team so where are we starting dave um let's go with the nfc so we can finish with the good stuff in the afc all right how about the most exciting week in the entire nfl or division the entire nfl the nfc east nfc east yeah we got washington philadelphia new york and the cowboys what do you have <laughs> give, um give that order 
I, th- I think Washington will win the division again. Really? I, I, I think they, they're going to be much better this year than what they were last year. Okay. Also, they're, I, I love that. Well, I'm not, I'm also biased because they're on my fantasy team, but I think their defense is something to really be afraid of. Yeah. And um, I, Chase Young, obviously. And I think Antonio Gibson is super underrated. Yeah. And I'm trying to think of who would even lose this division because it's the NFC freaking East, man. Like it's always decided by one game. You, like you yeah. could be one game from first place and lose the division. <laughs> like I have, I have the cow. I'll, I'll tell you how I have it ranked. I have the Cowboys, Washington, Eagles, Giants. I'm with you on. Okay, I'm with you on the Giants. Yeah. I have. I think Cowboys and Eagles could be two or three. I'm just not sure about it. Yeah. Well, I, I mean, if Dak, it, it all depends on Dak Prescott and if he's healthy. Because yeah, it, I, 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 it, it's crazy. I feel like I haven't seen Dak Prescott play football in about five years. I know, but uh, <laughs> it depends on him. Obviously, Zeke is Zeke. Uh, Amari Cooper, their offense. He like he has the weapons. It just depends right. on if he's healthy or not. Right. Uh, Washington, I like. I wouldn't be surprised if they end up with Cam Newton at some point because of the Rivera connection. Yeah, for real. I didn't even think about that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Philly, Jalen Hurts, Devontae Smith, Miles Sanders. It's a third place team. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, Saquon and nobody. Right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. No, I, I get that. I get that. All right. So. NFC West, which is arguably, at least in my opinion, might be the best division in football. This is going to be a tough one to predict. This is really tough to predict, man, because I think the Cardinals are going to be a good-ass team this year. I do too, but I don't – there's three teams that I could easily go number one in my opinion, then there's the 49ers. I was going to say, I'm glad we can agree on the 49ers not uh, doing good in this division. Yeah, so I don't know, man. Seahawks, Cardinals, Rams, 49ers. I was going to say the same exact thing. I would have the Cardinals winning it, but I think they need a year to kind of get their team together more. And I think Kyler probably needs at least one more year to fully expand his, his talents and whatnot, if you know what I mean. Oh. Yeah, but I mean, he's got more help now too. He got uh, AJ Green's there now, JJ Watt. James freaking Connor. James Connor, <laughs> yes. But, uh, but at the same it, time, it do, just it, feel, do you want it, Dave? What? Fuck it. I'm going Cardinals, Seahawks, Rams, 49ers. You convinced me. <laughs> it just oh, it feels bad having the Rams in third place in that division. I know because they can eat like they can. That's a team that could probably make the Super Bowl if they really wanted to. Yeah, it's it's up in the air for me. But yeah, I'll probably go. Uh, for, go ahead. Seahawks, Cardinals, Rams, 49ers. I'm sticking with. Yeah, it. I'm, I'm going to agree <laughs> before I change it once again. All right. It's a tough one. This one's going to be easier. NFC North. <laughs> Yes, Bears, this is my order, but it's the Chicago Bears, Detroit Lions, Green Bay Packers, Minnesota Vikings. Dave, obviously you're probably going to pick the Packers to win. I already said I'm picking the Vikings, but uh, go ahead. Yeah, I got probably Packers winning it. Uh, I probably got it's Packers, Vikings, uh, Bears, and Lions. Yeah, the Lions are trash. Yeah, but the Lions are not going to – the Bears are going to be much better than the Lions this year for sure. Yeah. And I would like to see the Lions upset some people. Um, they got uh, obviously Matt Stafford's not there anymore. Jared Goff is not nearly as good as Matt Stafford, but he has experience. Right. Uh, Kadero Hodge might be their number one receiving target after mm-hmm. he was cut by the Browns. Yeah. So, so I'd like <laughs> to see him do well. But uh, I'm going Vikings, Packers, Bears, Lions just because 
on paper, the Packers are the best team and everybody's going to say that they're going to win. And they probably are, but I'm going to be bold. Right. Um, maybe I'm, I'm just thinking there's so much drama in the LPCs kind of hard being Snoop Dio double G. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so Kirk cousins, Dalvin cook, and you got Justin Jefferson who can I say this? I think that trade, for Stefan Diggs, maybe the most balanced traded recent NFL. History. Oh, without a doubt. That was amazing. Yeah. Bills get Diggs, Vikings get Jefferson. Like that, that was definitely a win. It worked out for both teams. Like it yes. worked perfectly for both teams. Yeah. And then you got the Bears with Justin Fields is going to start for them. Alan Robinson, David Montgomery. Ayo. Uh, yeah. Khalil Mack. Like they're going to be a solid team, but. I th- give give the Bears no, give the third. Bears another season or two, and I think they'll be a contender in that division. Yeah, they need a couple more pieces for sure. But yeah. uh, right now it's Packers Vikings, um, and I'm going Vikings. Fair enough. Yeah, I got Packers. I think the Packers will win it by maybe a game that division. So Nets NFC South. Uh, this one, I mean, I-, I hope we have the same number one team in this division. Panthers. <laughs> hell no uh buccaneers <laughs> yeah i mean it's the bucks i mean you can make the argument for the saints but they lost drew Brees. uh michael thomas is out for for several weeks i just, here's my thing i it's two the thi- bucks two things with this division well obviously first off yeah the, i fully predict the bucks will do- dominate this division yeah it's not a bold take for so. and the panthers I'm, I'm i'm sorry panthers but no Sam you're, Darnold, you're baby, probably going to lose the division. Yeah, and uh, no, I just say Christian McCaffrey is the only thing they really have going for them right now. That, that's really it. And uh, um, DJ, DJ, kind of. But my problem is with this division is I like Jameis Winston, I just don't know how confident I am in him. Yeah, and then their backup is still Taysom Hill, right? Yeah, so I mean, but, it could be. Maybe worse. On the other hand, I don't follow the Falcons enough to really know their roster and what's going on with them. I mean, Matt Ryan is father time at this point. Uh, yeah. They got Kyle Pitts out of Florida, who I like. I, I'll say, I'll say Matt Ryan is my favorite non-Browns quarterback in the league, and he has been for a long time. It's always a sol- he's, he's always a solid QB. Yeah, he, but he's old now, and he has, yeah. you know, Julio's obviously gone, and so long cry from when he had Devontae Freeman to run to and Todd Gurley. Right. He's probably he's out of there. I don't know what's going on with him. So right. I'm gonna go Bucks, Saints, Falcons, Panthers. Same exact thing with me. It would be cool oh, yeah. though. What? It's not gonna happen, but if the Panthers decide to sign Cam Newton back. That oh that would be amazing to see actually. I would love it. I mean I would I feel mean, for Sam Darnold, but I mean, you might as well. I mean, what, yeah. you're not going to win anything, and the fans in Carolina love him, so what the hell? Sell some extra jerseys. All right, let's switch over to AFC. Let's leave the North for the very end. Okay. Because that's where it'll uh, probably be the most entertaining. Um, yeah, Dave, let's do it, dude. So, AFC East. I'm really excited to see three of these teams play this year. Uh, I'm excited to see two of them, because I hate <laughs> one of them. The other one's terrible. Uh, I mean... Bills, I'm, I'm, yeah, uh, I'm fully, yeah, it's the freaking Bills. I fully predict them to win the division. Who cares? The other teams are trash, but it's the Bills. I, I'm just gonna say it, man. The Patriots are much less annoying now that Tom Brady and Belichick are split up. There's, yeah, oh, yeah, 
but they're still <laughs> annoying. Don't get me wrong, but I like Mac Jones and I don't like Tom Brady. I really like Mac Jones as a quarterback. I, I, I was going to miss him until I saw Bryce Young this weekend, but uh, I just, I don't know how to feel about Tua. I, you see, I like Tua more than Mac Jones. Really? But I mean, he's not as good. I just personally like him better. Just, I just, I trust the, I don't know. I just trust Mac Jones with Belichick as coach much more yeah. than Tua. Don't no, I? yeah. Mac Jones, I think is going to have a better NFL career, but I just personally like Tua better. But uh, so how would you, how, which would you have over the other then? Dolphins or Patriots? Uh, oh, Patriots. I'm going okay. Bills, Patriots, Dolphins, Jets. Glad we agree on that too. I just, I yeah. think, I think the Patriots and Dolphins are really going to battle it out for that number two spot though. Yeah. And uh, I'm excited for week one to see Tua versus Mac. Mm-hmm. And uh, obviously both Alabama guys, uh, Zach Wilson on the Jets now, replacing uh, Sam Darnold. There's, just, there's not much Honestly, to say about that, man. I mean, yeah, it's... if you had a gun to my head to tell me to name one player on the Jets besides him, <laughs> I couldn't do it. I mean, you guys, I mean, Jets fans, you got a, another first round quarterback. I mean, what do you expect to happen? Uh, it happened with Sam Darnold. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> they should go Le'Veon back. Oh, my God. Um, I, yeah. I forgot he played for the Jets for a second. Yeah. All right. That was... So, sorry, not to interrupt. But all right, yeah, Bills, Bills Jets. Right. But I'm cheering for the Dolphins and the Dan Reno baby. All right. A- AFC West. Uh, uh yeah. <laughs> this one is and another two are e- easy. Yeah, this is kind of another easy one to me. Yeah. What do you got? Uh, I mean, Chiefs are the Chiefs, obviously going to win it. Not really much to say about it. Yeah. Um, I think Broncos will finish last. And I think Chargers second, Raiders third. Yeah. Yeah, we yeah. have the exact same one. Uh, once again, I'm super high on Justin Herbert. I think that's who the Bengals should have drafted instead of Joe Burrow. That, yeah. At this point in his career. Um, Keenan <laughs> Allen. Uh, who else they got? They have a lot of good people. but. Uh, if I were a Chargers fan, I'd be mad because if it weren't for the Chiefs, that's your division. Like, you Honestly. That shit. Honestly. Because the Raiders, who the fuck knows? The Broncos were trash. Yeah. We got John Gruden. I'd... I don't... I don't like John... <sighs> I, don't, I don't know. I'm not a fan of John Gruden. <laughs> I'm, I'm not either. And I, I think a lot of that has to do with his quarterback show he used to have on ESPN. Yeah. No, it's just... I don't know. Just as a coach, he's just like one of those, hey, just take it easy, man. Like, yeah, kind of like too chill. Like everyone says Mike Tomlin's a really good players coach, which I agree he is. Gruden tries too hard to be a good players coach. I will say when Gruden won the Super Bowl with the Bucks, I was all about it, though, because that was like his big revenge game on the Raiders. OK, and it would have been so it would have been so poetic if he didn't go back to the Raiders. Yeah, no, I, f- I feel that. But uh but his quarterback show on ESPN, he, he just made the most ass dude sound like Joe Montana. Like I remember there's one episode where he was like really hyping up Brock Osweiler <laughs> and who got cut from the own 16 Browns in the preseason. Yeah. He was so bad. But he like, but the way he talked about it, you thought this was like Peyton Manning. Right. But he would never criticize dudes. He would just talk to the most trash dudes and make them seem like hall of famers it was so funny yeah so but, um yeah chiefs chargers raiders and broncos but you know what though i'm not as i'm not on the teddy bridgewater hate train with the broncos like most people i'm not are. either 
I'm, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna hate the Broncos. It's just I mm, there's not much to say about them. Like yeah. <laughs> I, I wish the Packers would have pulled the trigger with Aaron Rodgers for them, but uh, yeah, I want to see Jerry Judy have a big year. Um, that's about it. Mm-hmm. Uh, Chargers, I have high expectations for. Chiefs are the Chiefs, so yeah, you know, it's not a very fun one to talk about, but yeah, Chiefs, All Chargers, right. Raiders, and Broncos. I'm with you on that. All right, let's skip AFC North, AFC South. Um, <laughs> I think this is an easy one again. Yeah, this is also another easy yeah, one. Obviously, we're gonna look like fools at the end of the season. Whatever, it's completely different. Yeah, when the Texans <laughs> win the Super Bowl, and uh, yeah, no, it's, no, uh, it's and, gonna be the Titans, Colts, Jaguars, Texans. Yep, I'm with you. On uh, that. You know, Titans. Obviously, they're the Titans. They got Tannehill, who's they, kind of in the same same situation as Baker. Like he's they, yeah. He just has a lot of weapons and he has talent. And Derrick Henry's Derrick Henry. You got Julio and they improved uh, with Bud Dupree AJ on Brown, defense. Bud Dupree, yeah, they're stacked. Yeah, they, they are. should still be the Oilers, but they're still stacked. <laughs> Fully agreed. No, I, I agree completely. I am really excited to see the Jaguars play this year, though. Are you? Yeah, I am. I like Trevor Lawrence. I don't, but I do like Urban Meyer. <sighs> I don't. He's never coached in the NFL before, has he? I don't think so. I he obviously won at Florida and Ohio State. Yeah. But I'm I'm excited to see what happens. Hopefully for his sake, he's a better NFL coach than Saban. But uh I um I'm excited I'm excited to see what happens with the Jaguars. I hope the Jaguars can kind of fix even though the Jaguars have caused us Steeler fans so much pain throughout the years. I hope that organization can kind of just fix themselves a little bit so they don't end up in London, England. I, I don't buy that, man. I know, but every, every like year or so, it comes up in the news that like, oh, the NFL wants to move the Jacksonville Jaguars to London, England. Yeah, it's like how the MLB always talks about moving the Tampa Bay race to Montreal when they're like yeah. the best team in baseball, pretty much, right. besides the Giants. But <laughs> it's like they're not moving. Just no. It's funny, but knock it off. There, there should be a team in Mexico before London. Yeah, no, I'm I'm with you on the standings though. I definitely think Titans will dominate. Yeah, Texans losing, Jaguars second or Jaguars third, Colts second. Yeah, I'm with you on that. The Colts are interesting though because Carson Wentz is out. I think their backup quarterbacks out too. Yeah. So I don't. Do it be funny? What if they trade? If they traded from Nick Foles to replace Carson once again? Oh my god! <laughs> Which honestly wouldn't be the worst thing in the world. The duality of man, Carson Wentz and Nick Foles. <laughs> I would I would be all in. I mean, he's the third stringer in Chicago. He should be yeah. the second stringer, but what the <laughs> hell? Or what are they good, Cam? You know, I mean, he's out. He's on the freaking market, man. There's a lot of teams that should look into him. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of freaking teams. What did they get Joe Flacco? Pain. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone needs to use the best quarterback in the league. Oh my gosh. Yeah, I do remember that. Yeah. No, he was booty. He was on a great team, but he was very average. If there was one quarterback that knew how to beat the freaking Pittsburgh Steelers, it would either be Tom Brady or Joe freaking Flacco. I beg to differ, David. Don't even say Baker. He only beat us one so far. I beg to differ. So far, excuse me. Uh, Former Jacksonville Jaguar, Tim Tebow. (sighs) 
Let's not bring up that playoff game. Never forget. Let's not bring Never up forget. the playoff game. Okay, <laughs> well, continuing with the shit talk, the AFC North, everyone. Yes, AFC North, that's us. Before we say anything rude or disrespectful, can we just say Bengals last? You don't have them second? Screw off. Okay. <laughs> I mean, drop, dropping a hard screw on the show today, Dave Montgomery. <laughs> Yeah, Bengals, I, I can't see them doing too much damage this they year. They might be the league. worst team in the league, in my opinion. Well, it's I d- either nah. them or the Texans. Probably. Yeah, the, the Bengals, it's just, why didn't you do anything with your offensive line? Why didn't you do oh. anything with that? You had the fifth pick, overall pick in the NFL draft, and you get a receiver. Yeah. Like, I understand that's Joe Burrow's boy at LSU, but, I mean, damn, you're going to kill the kid. Yeah, honestly, it's... I, that's all I can really say. Like their defense is not threatening whatsoever. Oh my God. No. Who, who do they even have on defense? I can't tell you. <laughs> I, I mean, I'm, I'm oh, a big... I can't actually, they got Larry, they uh, got Larry Ogunjobi from us. Yeah. Yeah, they do. Okay. Um, I mean, I, I'm a fan of Tyler Boyd, the wide receiver from Pitt, obviously. Yeah. But, but I mean, it, it's just Burr. Uh, the quarterback yeah. is the most important position and you're not yeah. doing anything to help him. You know, I have to applaud you on the title board thing because, like, now that Najee Harris is on the Steelers, like, I'm, I can't like him anymore. You know, so I, I, re- I respect that you're still able to like guys. Yeah, I, the NFL. He, I, mean, I can't al- do that. He's also from the Pittsburgh area, so he's always, and he comes back to like pit games all the time. So I do have a lot of respect for him, and I'm okay. cool with that. When it comes to my hatred with the Bengals, a lot of it just stems from, uh, Vontaz Burfik's playoff game where he killed Antonio oh, Brown, Burfick, and then. Bro our whole rivalry with them for the past 10 years before that with TJ Hushman Zada wiping his cleats with the terrible towel and whatnot. And oh, I remember that. Yeah. I have, I have a lot of bad memories with the Bengals in the early two thousands, but since then, I mean, I'm, I'm do you, I don't have that much hatred with them. I have, I do. But with that being said, one of my all time favorite players, and I can't tell you, I can't justify why Chad Ochocinco. I'm cool with Ocho Cinco. I fucking love that guy. Yeah. But uh, if you were on any other team besides the Bengals, I'd love him way more. But he but, uh, he obviously is a great wide receiver. Yeah. And, and he cracked me up. So. Okay. Here is where we have to uh, debate some things. Yes. All right. So <laughs> first, what is your ranking? I think the Browns will narrowly win the division. Oh, hold on. You cut out. Can you say it again? Are you just saying that? No, no, yeah. I want you to say it again. I think the Browns will win the division by maybe like one game. Wait, hold on. There's something going on with my uh, volume. Can you say it one more time? <sighs> Don't make me switch this up, Spencer. <laughs> this is taking all of the strength within me to say this. <laughs> okay. No, I th- I think whenever it comes down to strength of schedule, the Steelers do have the t- they they are, do they are ranked to have the like hardest schedule in the league. That is going to be really terrible with us this year. Um, I yeah, I, I just the Browns' offense. I, I I can't compete with that. I can't argue against that. You guys are loaded on offense, and if you guys don't, all I'm saying is if the Browns do not back up all the shit talking that they've had these past couple of months and their offense does not perform insane this year. It'll be a disappointment of the season I agree. for them. I agree. Okay. And I'm going to apologize in advance. I do not stand with Brown's Twitter because it's the most toxic place on the planet. Real quick. I, do... I, I don't stand with certain personalities on Brown's Twitter. <laughs> Sir yes, Yacht. I'm... Oh, um, I was going to say, we're not going to say names, but sure. Okay. 
<laughs> but yeah, no, like guys of or yeah, I'm not a you know, I'm not always agreeing with what Brown's Twitter tends to agree with, so I'm not gonna justify I, I, all of the shit talking, I'll say. At, at this rate, I'm more annoyed with certain Browns uh Twitter personalities than I am with the actual Browns. Just I understand there's, there's so many Cleveland Browns accounts that are like over we, we love our team, we love our team, yet every other tweet has been about the Pittsburgh Steelers since that yeah. terrible night in January. Yeah, and it's been like uh at the Yankees games, how they chant fuck El Tuve. It's like don't you know, don't let him live in your head rent free like that. Yeah. Like, like I hate El Tuve, but yeah, it's, calm I'm, down. I'm a not gonna. Bit. Yeah, I'm, I. I mean, he the Astros beat us in the playoffs when they yeah. were cheating, and you don't go to Indians games and hear people chanting "fuck El Tuve." <laughs> like, yeah, we don't like him, but we have we can we're able to move on and do other things. But so, yeah, just you know, we're a better team than the Steelers this year. And I'm just being objective, but I'm just saying. With that being said. Don't let the Steelers be rent free. You know, like yeah, they're your rivals, but you know, move on with your day. I'm more worried about you know the Chiefs and the Bills and the Steelers. Now, in terms of a one-on-one matchup with the Steelers and Browns, and we will debate this much further later on the podcast on a later episode. I think our defense against your offense is going to be a crazy matchup. Yes. But our defense against your offense might be the most boring fucking thing on television. Yeah, because <laughs> defensive backs aren't even going to get close to any of our receivers. Yeah, and Ben Roethlisberger at that point will be walking on two peg legs. Calm down. <laughs> Calm down. But, All right. Yeah. So, but yeah, th- those games are going to be crazy. Um, let me but, let me just say the rest of my rankings. Just okay, so we, go ahead. Let me power through this. All right. Sure. Browns will win the division. I'm okay with saying that because okay. you know what happened last year? The Steelers won the division. You guys beat us in the playoffs and apparently the division title means nothing anyways. Yeah, exactly. So, so, so don't even listen to this podcast. I will, <laughs> we're also just wasting our time. I will admit that the Browns will probably win the division. Um, Steelers and Ravens. It, it's going to be so narrow. I think it's going to be so narrow. Yeah. And don't get me wrong, I could see the Steelers finishing in third place and getting the last seed in the playoffs. Okay. I could, if if we if we live up to my expectations and win ten games, I think we can make the wild card. That's fair. Yeah, I'm going uh, same order as you, honestly. It's Browns, Ravens, Steelers, Bengals. I. Uh, it just I, it's hard for me to say if the Ravens are better than us or not. I I, I don't know. It's going to be a dogfight, but I think at the end of the day, it's going to come down to Lamar Jackson versus Ben Roethlisberger. And at this point in their careers, I'm, I'm giving the advantage to Lamar. I mean, that happened last year and we beat them. That's true, too. But uh, I mean, we actually swept the Ravens last year. Well, it's weird now because stuff comes out about the Steelers and Ravens every day. Like Ravens lost both of their running backs. And now the whole thing with <laughs> TJ Watt. So it's literally unpredictable or impossible to predict. Who's yeah. Going- win between those two teams. I, I truly think that we could have three teams from our division make the playoffs. So I will say that. Yeah. No, I mean, we did last year. Yeah. But uh, yeah, it's impossible between, you know, because there's stuff coming out every, how long now? And it's like, now Le'Veon's Ravens. <laughs> like, yeah. That's you, just you don't, bizarre. I don't, I just don't know what's going to happen, but I'm going to. The AFC North is truly a unique division in the NFL. It is. And, 
most of it is because John Harbaugh likes to play his starters deep into the preseason. <laughs> preseason champions, baby, at the Baltimore well, Ravens. Yeah. Do you know who else was a preseason undefeated champion? Uh, uh, 2017-0-16 Browns. Right. <laughs> so that all gets you so far. But uh, All right, so those yeah. are our rankings for uh, every division in the freaking NFL. Absolutely. Football is here. We are excited. And... Football's freaking back. Do we want to close out with anything else? Any other sports stuff? Uh, I don't have anything else to say. Do you? Real, real quick, freaking Brazil and Argentina had a soccer game a couple days ago. I don't know if you saw this. No, I didn't. Tell me about it. So I think Argentina, like they had a game in like in England or in the UK or something. I don't know what happened, but they were in England for some reason. They flew to Brazil to play a game against Brazil. And Argentina and Brazil is like a huge rivalry with soccer. And like they started off the game, Messi's playing and everything. Like they're playing like they're like superstars, both teams. They, the game starts off like 10 minutes into the game without even like blowing the whistle or anything. Health, like health officials from Brazil stormed onto the field and tried to arrest five Argentina like players. Why? Uh, because apparently going into Brazil, even if like, obviously with like athletes, like with COVID and everything, you have to get tested. Right. You have to like quarantine and whatnot. Well, the, the Argentinian players, like they went through their tests and everything. No one was positive or anything. They were good to play, but going into Brazil, they didn't spend like 14 days in quarantine, which apparently every single athlete has to do. Yeah. Which these yeah, health officials, they waited until 10 minutes into the freaking game to do this. They literally oh, ran out of the field. The, the, ref didn't even, <laughs> the ref didn't even know what to like, what to do. Yeah. And then like, that... it, was, it wasn't like a brawl broke out, but like there was kind of like sides were being drawn and whatnot. And people were like, a little, kind of like pushing and shoving. They literally tried to arrest these dudes. That was... They could have they could have done that before. Just do it before like, the could... freaking game. <laughs> like you know, you know, like it's common. Like I'm sure the Argentinian soccer team has to report when they land in Brazil, and with all their tests and everything, like every other team has to freaking do. Just do it before the freaking game. So they, they knew called, they were, yeah. I they mean... canceled the entire game and everything. Freaking Messi was on the field, just like looking like a lost child, not knowing what was happening. What was uh the game was in Brazil, right? Yeah, it was in Brazil. Is, was uh messy there for two weeks or was he one of the guys that was getting arrested no he was not one of the guys that was getting arrested it was like i think so with international soccer you might not be with your team the entire time because you might have to play with your club and then go for your international team there yeah. were five players that played in like different leagues and whatnot that just came to brazil still tested negative and everything obviously but like with their quarantine rules they literally stormed the field it was bizarre there were like 20 people storming the field trying to arrest these guys it was insane i'll just send I you find the video of that i'll have to send you the video after we get off because it is insane <laughs> i would love to see that like i i mean it's like when you think about when close to when the pandemic started and uh you know when rudy the whole thing with rudy gobert and then the ref right. ran out right but i guess they tested them like right before game time but i don't know what's one. going on that was such a yeah. bad look with Rudy Cooper. Literally, didn't he like lick the mic or like rub his hands on it? Yeah, he was rubbing his hands all over the mic because at in the time he didn't think COVID was a I was big gonna thing. Say, in, in his defense, at the time, not a lot of us really understood fully what was happening. But in hindsight, that's such a bad freaking look. Dude, yeah, bad PR from the Utah Jazz. And like the joke was for months that he was the one that like brought COVID to the NBA. Even though, I mean, it was going to happen either way, but... 
oh what a weird freaking moment but do you, do you remember the thing after that happened on that dude on twitter like it was like a screenshot of dm he messaged this girl and he's like hey you know after seeing what happened with rudy gobert i realized i need to step my game up nba man with about things with you and like just talking about how the Rudy Gobert situation made him reflect on being a better boyfriend or whatever. I I've seen those really memes before. I love those working memes. You know, I just want to. He's like, I want to step my game up. NBA man. Oh my god. <laughs> I want that tattooed. All right. Well, that is some college football talk. Our NFL season uh, predictions and whatnot. Yeah. Shout out Mel Kuyper. Spencer, we are. Was it five days away, four days away now from the start of the freaking season? I'm freaking stoked. Oh, shit. Before we go, we've ranked the divisions. Dave, Super Bowl prediction. Oh, let's not do this. Super Bowl, quick. Um, Bills from the AFC. NFC? Bills from the AFC, and then from the NFC... The NFC, the NFC is a toss-up this year, man. I already know what's happening, so you tell me what you think is going to happen, and I'll tell you what is going to happen. Buccaneers go back into it. Bills win the Super Bowl. Interesting. I also have the Buccaneers. I have the Cleveland Browns coming out. Whatever. Then I have uh, Browns winning 420-69. to uh, Baker Mayfield beats up Tom Brady while holding the Lombardi Trophy. And and uh miles garrett gets the his helmet off super super bowl mvp in one hand helmet in the other hand and just you know starts smacking antonio brown in the head that's gonna that's what's gonna happen in the super bowl well, ladies and gentlemen if that's not a perfect synopsis of what the i-76 podcast is i don't know what is well i mean it was tough to compete with charles manson space jam but, uh... <laughs> all right well hey thanks for listening everyone Make sure you yes. uh, follow us on all of our socials at the I-76 podcast, Twitter, Instagram, whatever. And uh, Spencer, let's freaking go. It's week one. Foosball. Foosball's the devil, Bobby Boucher. Foosball's back. All right. Thanks, everyone. Talk to you later.